0: Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at
1: 317-559-PAIN. 317-684-8444, 317-684-8444, I'm so sorry, 317-684-8444, 317-684-8444, I'm Rob, Kevin's here, Brad Kloffenstein in for Casey Today. It is the Kendall and Casey Show, I'm going to be a part of the program. This is what we do this time each uh, each day. We play the best of the voicemails submitted at 317-684-8444. Just a reminder, I am the one who vets the voicemails. So if you want to get on this radio show, you should probably say something you think I would would be interested in And one of the things I am definitely interested in And many many other people Are interested in Remains the Indy Mayor's race Look we say this It is not boring It is not boring at all And I thought it was going to be A total snooze fest With those guys But it remains Brad Very interesting I, I'm interested Yes And uh Jefferson Shreve's Obviously, proposal on guns is much of the point of conversation, and it remains that. And he has clearly taken, for better or for worse, a strategy of, I'm going to try to appeal to a certain block of people, and I am banking on the fact that no matter how much Republicans or conservatives huff and puff, they will ultimately not leave me when it comes time to press the the, uh, the ballot in November i think that's a mistake i think they're underestimating how angry a lot of people are that is a strategy though based on the fact that it is now he's putting it in tv ads yeah it's
0: it's a strategy all
1: right i I was watching uh i was we were out to dinner last night and there was a a television i don't have cable so i don't see a lot of these but they had a television on and there was the ad and the and the the sound was off and and you know the big things, you know, the gun ban proposals, right? You know, there it is the the permitless carry ban, the, the, you got to be 21 to buy a firearm, the uh, assault weapon ban. I mean, it's right there at big, big bold print. So he is, got to give him credit. Like, on some level, you got to give the guy credit, right? He is not backpedaling out of this. You do have to give him credit. And there's a hog set attack ad that, I
0: sometimes have trouble figuring out whether it is pro Shreve <laughs> or anti Shreve. <laughs> so,
1: well, look, people who listen to this station are really, really, really upset, and uh, here's uh, here's one of those one of those people.
0: Hi, Kendall Heisey. Love your show. Listen to it every
1: day. My name is Mike. Just wanted to let you know that uh, I got a nice little uh, come come to war with this letter from Shreve in the mail, and I actually sent his campaign a check for fifty dollars. The day you guys broke the news about the uh, uh, gun ban that he's planning on doing, I immediately called my credit union and stopped payment on that check, because it hadn't cleared yet. Just thought you uh, might want to let uh, everybody know about that. Appreciate it. Um, I think there's a lot of people out there like that. Maybe they do what that guy did. Probably not. A lot of people just don't give money to politicians. But you had touched on something earlier, and I think this is what he's missing, they're missing. And I'll be fascinated to talk with him about this on Wednesday. We give him full credit. He's coming in Wednesday. He's not running from it. He's going to answer the questions. When you flip-flop, because it is a flip-flop, based on his previous questionnaires that he's filled Correct. out, you know, it's not anything we're trying to be mean to him. It's We're taking his words and we're repeating them back to you. I mean, this is a huge about face based on where he was previously on guns. It makes it very hard, if not impossible, for people to believe in you, and when you are facing a 60-40 registration disadvantage, which he is as a Republican in Marion County, you need people to believe in you because you need people to go to bat for you and war to you and talk to their neighbors for you. That's how you're going to do that, and those people, a lot of people are not going to do that now because they don't believe in you. Even if they begrudgingly vote for you, they're not going to do the work for you, and you need people to, to do the work.
0: Oh, uh, for sure. You figure that anybody who's respected in their community could easily sway 10 votes yep. your direction. And you're right. You you might have their vote, but you might not get the 10 that they were going to sway your direction because you've lost them.
1: You know, it's funny. There was a, a world in which, and you know this, I was uh, not going to go back into radio and was going to be miserable and stay in politics. And I was many years ago going to run for state Senate, was going to win easily. We had an army of people ready to go that were fired up about all the work we'd done on a a local level. And I told those people, we probably had a year and a half ahead of time, 200 people who were ready to go. And we were super well organized. And then I just woke up one day and said, I don't want to do this anymore. And if I'm not going to put 100% effort into it, I'm not going to waste these people's time. And I'm going to die if I don't get out of this because I was miserable because you fight every day and you just fight till you're just miserable beyond belief. And But one of the things I did the math on was so few people actually vote these days. And I I said, we have 200 people at this time. If each one of you can get 10 people and then you can be responsible for each one of those people getting 10 people, we're done, we're already there. It's so absolutely easy to win, especially local races, if you have a group of people who are passionate to do the work to knock on the doors and put the signs out and do this stuff. It's not running statewide. It's not running for governor. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about U.S. Senate. I'm talking about local races. If you have super passionate people, town council, city council, state house, state senate, it's not that hard. It's just a math game. And he is choking off his ability to win on a math game.
0: He is. And I don't think that they fully grasp what that would do to his diehards who are going to be the ones that were going to go out and talk to the people in their neighborhoods. So, yeah. I mean, they've got to win those people back now, at least in my opinion, that that the, from where I sit and why I, I see it. And obviously I'm more of a libertarian independent. I'm just looking at that and I'm like, Ooh, you alienated your base. You needed to keep those people as your biggest cheerleaders and then figure out some other way to go after those the, the people that are center-left that you need
1: to bring over your direction. Yeah, but you, in a, in a weird way, you matter a lot more than I do in this conversation. First of all, you're a Marion County voter. You Correct. live in Lawrence, but you guys get to vote for mayor, so you have a vote. But you also matter more, and in, in again, in kind of a weird way than Hammer does, because Hammer's ideologically... Set, you know, he's prone to hate Hog Set. You know, we love Hammer. He's great. We know where he is, right? You, though, as a libertarian, you have no libertarian to vote for. So you got to vote, or maybe you don't now, but I mean, you would think if you want to pick the next mayor, you've got two choices here. And you are the person who's not kind of ideologically driven one way or another. And he, you... I mean, he should have never... Stream should have never done anything to lose someone like Jason Hammer. I just can't believe those words keep coming out of my mouth that, that the Republican mayor candidate for Indianapolis has lost Jason Hammer and a big portion of the WIBC audience. He should have been focused on winning people like you, and now he's in this weird soup where he may have lost you... And he lost the, the Jason Hammers of the world. Well, it, and what he needs
0: to realize is it's not just Jefferson Shreve on the ballot. There's mayor's races in Lawrence and Southport. Speedway has town council race. There's all these other little town councils around. You've got the Indianapolis City County Council, and they need your coattails. Yeah. So if you're Jefferson Shreve, you're not just running your own race. You've got all these other people down that are on the ballot with you that you're dragging along, and they need his help as much as anybody.
1: Yeah, got another call about uh, about Shreve.
0: Rob, Jefferson Treve personal blunder, in my mind, can only be compared to George H.W. Bush in the late 80s, right after Reagan. When Bush was running, he said, read my lips, no new taxes. And when he got in office, he said once in a while, read my lips, no new taxes. When he was running for the second term, He did the same thing, read my lips, no new taxes. And then all at once he admitted indirectly that he had lied because he raised taxes. And, of course, no one believed him from then on, and that's why he lost.
1: So yesterday, maybe it was yesterday, yeah, it was either yesterday, all the days run together now, but we were having a conversation about where this Shreve blunder Uh, ranks in terms of great, you know, just unbelievable things that have happened in Indiana political candidate history, we said overwhelmingly, Richard Murdoch has to be number one. Right. And Richard Murdoch's happened so close to the election. Yeah.
0: At least this happened in July, early July, mid-July. So there's plenty of time. Most people aren't even tuned into this race yet. So there's plenty of time to recover. They might, not, and he might come on on Wednesday, and he might say, "No, this was not a blunder. This was exactly what we intended."
1: Well, look, and I think the reason he chose our show and chose us is we're going to give him a fair, we're going to give him a fair shot. I've said right. this; I will not move off of it. I, the city needs him to win because he's eighty percent better than Hogsett. Now he's made it very hard for himself to win, so I'm not dunzo with him like other people are. I also don't have a vote in this i'm coming at it from a i got to drive here and work here and i'd like to occasionally be able to like walk down the street and go to lunch without fear of being mugged or shot but he's got to have an answer to this because it's indefensible right i am i'm just totally i'm totally stuck on this brad because i need him to win because we cannot the city cannot take four more years of hog set And he is making it impossible for me to help promote him to be able to win because this thing is so stupid and egregious. So I am totally I'm not, you know, out like some people are. I'm just stuck because I can't help you while you've got this ridiculous virtue signaling going on. But I don't know how you backpedal out of it now because it's in TV ads.
0: Right. Well, and again, you are somebody who are who's in a position to be a big cheerleader. Obviously, you've got the microphone. You've got 50,000 watts. You can, you do influence people. I mean, I've run the numbers and and I've pointed (laughs) out, I think that Rob influenced these numbers a little bit. So, but you're right. Indianapolis, not only Indianapolis, but central Indiana and all of Indiana needs a strong, thriving Indianapolis. And it's not currently happening with the current administration. So, we need Jefferson Shreve to be a strong advocate for central Indiana. And, but we also he also needs to get elected.
1: All right, uh, we did get a call about the governor's race. That's getting pretty wild and wacky. This Brad Chambers guy, who's Holcomb's uh, was Holcomb's goon over there at the IEDC. Um, I guess the guy who was. You'd say he was in charge of helping strong arm farmers out of their uh, farmland to give sweetheart deals to Holcomb's corporate buddies. Looks like he's considering running for governor, and now that would mean six people are in on the Republican side, if indeed he does get in. And uh, we got a phone call about that. Yeah, I just wanted to comment on the gubernatorial race. You talked about uh, Eric Holcomb, who, of course, is just a giant. He's just been disastrous. Everybody knows that. Uh, Big-time spender, taxer. Down or called us human petri dishes if we wanted our businesses open. Uh, I think it's interesting that he is giving Silent Suzanne, as you call her, you call her Silent Suzanne. I think it's interesting that he's giving her the giant middle finger and not endorsing her back. I mean, it kind of seems odd because she was his biggest cheerleader for the shutdowns. She didn't stand up for conservatism like she claims she does. But what really surprises me is I'm surprised Eric Holcomb is not. Um, endorsing his other best friend, Jenny McCormick. In fact, speaking of her, where's she been? She's not campaigning anywhere. Um it is fascinating. I, again, I just, I totally want this Brad Chambers guy to get in. I totally want Holcomb and Hupfer Incorporated to put their full weight behind him because Suzanne Crouch, if anyone deserves a giant middle finger stuck right in their face, it is Suzanne Crouch for cheerleading and standing behind Holcomb as this guy gutted this state the past seven years. Tax increases, business shutdowns, mask mandates, Malik Muhammad meet and greets, you know the list. And I just. I love when people get their comeuppance in politics, Brad, and this would be just perfect for me.
0: Well, she was certainly a loyal soldier and, yeah, a loyalist to the administration. I'm a little surprised that if this is the way this sorts out, that they're going to do that to her.
1: Well, and the, I think the number one reason I'm fired up, well, I think that is the number one reason. You know, usually it's spite for me, Brad. Uh, but also, if he gets in, that puts six people in the race, which means there is a real world in which 20 percent... Could win you the Republican primary for governor of the state of Indiana, and I am totally convinced Curtis Hill could find a way to get himself to 20 percent. And nothing, would, and I don't even agree with Curtis Hill on a whole bunch of stuff. But if Holcomb hates you, I'm for you, and I can't wait to see the look on Holcomb Huffer Incorporated's face if Curtis Hill's the Republican nominee for governor. <laughs> Look, that's a man that managed to
0: resurrect something out of of a disaster of a career.
1: Every one of these people that's running for governor is going to screw me or let me down somehow. So I might as well get entertainment out of it. And that's where I am when it comes to voting and supporting someone running for governor. All right, uh, let's take a break. Hammer joins us next. Kendall and Casey show 93 WIBC.
0: Raise a spoon to grandma who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the play play slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.